knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down. Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to, once again, the Bass Guy Get Beers. Brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatine. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host, Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Happy here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Oh, boom. Hey, welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols, and we got a pretty cool show tonight. For those of you that, that might want to start taking your wife and, and like chasing these fish in these plastic boats, uh, we got a couple that's doing that, and they're doing it big, man. They're uh out there chasing tournaments and you know fishing tournaments as a team and then and then battling each other you know battling it out so we're going to dive all into that you know we're going to see what's going on um with chris and janie murphy tonight you know uh, i'm excited to have them on the show and uh, we're going to bring them in right now welcome to the show chris murphy hey now how you doing his his wife janie there she is All right. Janie, how are you tonight? Hello. Yeah. Doing great. How about y'all? Chasing the tide. Yeah. Right on. Well, we're going to dive on in. Um, Normally, we like to welcome y'all to the show, and uh, we'll go ahead and get a little little backstory on on the fishing bug, how that started, and kind of what led that, uh, led you into that plastic boat as, you know, how that got going. Janie, ladies first, so why don't we start with you? Uh, it, we actually are about to make two years fishing at the end of this month. So it's been a two year adventure. Uh, we just kind of started fishing off the side of the road and saw a kayak one day in Grand Island. We're like, that's it. That's, that's the ticket. And we've yeah. never looked no, back. No coming up as, uh, 
as a youngin, as a as a kid, uh, do you got any uh, memories of fishing as a kid or anything? Or you just pretty I've much never just fished. Wow. <laughs> I just yeah. picked it up two years ago. Oh, that's pretty rad. So yeah, so you saw the kayak and you're like, that's that's what I mean. I saw a kayak and a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, man, I can cover more water. You know, I can I can expand my my, my range. You know, and that's how it was. So yeah, Chris, how about you? You you got some some childhood memories of growing up fishing and and, and being around the water, or, or did y'all just both get a start here earlier? Like recently? yes, indeed. First off, thank you for having us, Dustin. Oh we yeah, really man. appreciate oh, it. Oh, um, huge, yeah, brother. We, I started off, of course, uh, like most in the bass, uh, freshwater, uh, did that all my life up until two years ago. Uh, look, I was one of those that looked down on saltwater, like, oh, look at them nuts over there. <laughs> so uh, I was, I was a freshwater snob. Um, but uh, one day we were, her and I, we were down in Grand Isle just on a visit and fishing from the road. And man, I just couldn't get to where I wanted to go. I was like, man, if I could just throw right over there. <laughs> and then three kayaks come by and my light just went bling. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I got to get one mm -hmm. of those. So we did. I actually started off in a, a BKC. Um, so it was like a, a knockoff native. Don't let me hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, Brooklyn but kayak that's what company. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Yep, that's right. That's right. And uh, and then I bought a, a just a paddle kayak. Uh, I think it was a goodness. I can't even remember what it was. But my thought was it was the I'm pelican. Pull her around. Pelican. Yeah. Yeah. We all had humble <laughs> okay, beginnings uh, at the beginning. I started off in a perception pescador twelve five. That you got your ass wet every time you got in it, and it, I mean, it, and it was yellow and. And I car topped and then I like did this black fade on each end. And then everybody would say, man, you riding around with that bruised banana. That's what everybody, they've heard it plenty of times <laughs> on, on, on chasing the tie. But yeah, I used to have the bruised banana. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, yeah, That's we all right. had humble, but humble anyway, beginnings. Anyway, that yeah. didn't, yeah, that, that didn't go that well. Um, yeah trying to deal with tide and turn left and turn right and wind and we decided we needed separate kayaks so um of course i bit into the hobie thing and we got us go. both kobe's and we have not looked back um all right so y'all had a tandem y'all had a tandem boat at first no no i pulled her that's around a, that's called the divorce with boat. two kayaks yeah. Oh, so you you towed her around. <laughs> oh, yes. wow. got, she had a free ride. She had a ride to the spots, you know. There you go. And then y'all both took Hobies and, and then the, the the wormhole. You just dove the fun in. fun began. <laughs> For sure. The fun began. Well, there there is a lot of grass there in some of the areas that you, you get into um, chasing those redfish over there. In, in, Absolutely. In, on the delta down there. Um where where y'all are at? Where where are y'all based out of exactly? Uh, we're out of Baton Rouge, but Baton um, Rouge. Okay. We do most of our fishing in Grand Isle, uh, yep. Point of Shin, Pack Kayak Rental. Yep. Uh, we go to Hopedale. Um, where, you know, we go to Bayou Log Cabins uh, down that stretch twenty three, 
we try to just we're, we're just learning every way it's just about yeah. we go you know we're so new it's it's learning so. right right and this is like you said coming from the bass side you know um that's what i did when i was younger i did fish inshore a lot i grew up in southeast georgia and we had to deal with a lot bigger tides over yeah. there than we deal over here like major major tide swings um but you know i had i had my uncles my dad my granddad all were you know solid anglers too and that was the thing being that bass fisherman you know it does transition well to terrific or redfish or, or their, their tendencies are or like bass at times you know um Sometimes, and the lures yeah. you can use very similar lures like you can use crawl imitations like nobody over here does that and i had always been doing that and i'd always been throwing chatterbaits for redfish already too you know there's yeah. so many you know, different things you can use when they're, when they're far up in the grass a freaking bone colored popping frog they'll flat out smoke it <laughs> that's right <laughs> smoke it that's right. so yeah so what uh Y'all got into kayak fishing, you know, both of y'all started venturing out and, and figuring areas out and everything. And then, you know, right there where y'all are at, you know, you got, you know, a lot of tournaments in that area that Bayou, Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, one of the old, oldest clubs, kayak fishing clubs there are. Um, and how, how did y'all dive into that? Or how did y'all hear? Did y'all hear through like social media? Did y'all join a group or did you find some? some Facebook groups to join and kind of figure it out about the, the competitions or what, what, what led y'all into that? Yeah. Well, uh, when we first got into it, um, a couple of people kind of told me about Bayou coast. Uh, so we looked into it and said, heck yeah, that's what we want to do. Uh, just to get our foot in the door and learn from people. And so we did and started seeing all these tournaments. And of course, I'm pretty competitive. So uh, uh, that was the first thing I wanted to do. I knew I was going to get my butt kicked, which I did <laughs> regularly and probably still do. Um, but uh, it gave us that thing. I started first and then I realized she didn't like not being <laughs> included. <laughs> so we both go. jumped in and everywhere we go now it's her and i we, we fish into it so y'all actually fish against each other and then like recently y'all have uh dove in head first into these elite elite redfish tournaments and, and y'all been working as a team in those correct that's right, How, correct. How, how's, yeah, how's um, that <laughs> I don't know if me and my wife could handle this. Chase, if I tried to tell her, hey, we're going here, we got to do this, and she'd be like, I don't know about that. <laughs> so there's got to be That's some right. give and take, right? For it's definitely a, and kind of breaking it absolutely. down. Absolutely. A lot of times. Go ahead, Jamie. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of give and take. We're still learning the, the area, so we'll split up and kind of study maps and and uh, divide and conquer. Tucker, please go. <laughs> Sorry, the dog wants to be on the on the, the dog uh, wants podcast. to be on the on the show. There you go. Oh, I saw good. So yeah, like you said, you know, there y'all will break down areas and and kind of go your own way and kind of figure some stuff out. Um, yeah, that's just. I mean, just like any other team, you got to you know you do work together and you, you there's a game plan in these things at times, you know, and. You know, and if you only have a day before a tournament, you don't want to go 
sore lip a bunch of your fish, you know, and then there's some strategies and all that. And you, you start figuring it out. And, and, you know, the good, the, the fun thing of, you know, a lot of things about when we had the coronavirus, all that, we did have a lot of the CPR style events on the saltwater side too. But a lot of the redfish events are, are, are live, live weigh-ins, you know, you got to keep your fish alive. The fish carrier comes right. into play actually having a live wheel on the kayak or you or you can't only drag them a certain speed if you're going to keep them on a stringer to back to the launch but when you're making long runs it, it's tough on the fish you know especially on them them tournaments in june Fun july stuff. august it's tough so so what is what's some of that curve kind of figuring out on that what kind of what kind of strategies strategies do do, do y'all have you know when when you started diving in, was um, it like a steep well, learning curve? Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, everywhere we went was brand new. First first yeah. tournament we had in uh, Port Arthur, we had never fished in Texas, <laughs> never knew right. anything. So luckily, we had a day to look around. Uh, but you know, we've learned that working together, like uh, conquering certain ponds, she'll go down one side, I'll go down the other, and I, I yeah. found that it'll push fish to you like uh the, uh she'll push fish to me and i'll uh, i'll push fish to Sometimes her so push fish to we're her, learning yeah. things as we go yep 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 so it, sure. it's just a, a constant having to do it together is different because you can't be more than 100 yards i believe maybe 200 yards away from right. each other so yep. you have to be close yeah you have to stay in sight line of sight and all that stuff i mean and, and if you have like a flag or right. something there's going to be at times you could pass through another slough and go into another lake and you're still a hundred yards apart. I mean, that's just how it is, you know, uh, in the marsh, you know, there's, yeah, there's all kind of, there's the a fish. maze of maze of stuff, you know, <laughs> yeah, for that's sure. Right. Keeping the fish alive. Um, yeah. that, that is a, a whole nother challenge. You know, that, that is, yes something you better be prepared for you better know what to do and then you still may lose some but if you do oh, yeah. it right i'm learning you can keep it alive yeah redfish are a lot more hardy than than trout so when you try to keep oh, trout alive sure. it's tough <laughs> it can be tough on a kayak i, I couldn't it's, even imagine trying to keep a trout alive oh i know it's it's tough you you can only go so fast with them on the stringer and you got to get them back and get them in the live wheel, get that water cooled off and get that G juice on them or rejuvenate and, you know, get the O2 yeah. cranked up and the bubblers and the circulator. And, you know, it's just, you got to babysit them, you know, and that's, that's sometimes that's, that's one person's job. Somebody could have a hot hand that day and be on the fish. And then the, you know, and then somebody's like, well, I'll volunteer. I'll, I'll take, I'll take care of these fish right now. You just try if you, we can upgrade one. You know, you could have like an eight pounder and a Those six pounder. Eight pounders man, are if, important. I, if I could get another eight, dude, then then the one died, then we might still be okay. Right. So, you know, you gotta, you know, there's all that, there's all them thoughts of that in mind, you know. And I know it's it's, it's a learning curve, it's for sure, for sure. Um, what what is, destinations? It's, a, it's it's exciting. Oh yeah, for sure. The the just the thrill of it, and then, you know, what's really exciting is when you're you're standing around and you're waiting you're at that award ceremony and they call your name for a check. <laughs> That's when it really hits you. Well, you know, it does hit you, hits you pretty we're good. Looking, we're, 
Yes, indeed. Uh, I know one thing that I really find exciting about that is, you know, that big red, um, big fish that we go. I mean, there'd be a four or five thousand dollar fish swimming around there. One cast. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, yep. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. And, <laughs> that, and that's see, and that's the exciting. thing. So, We're lucky over here, you know, to have those those tournaments, the elite starting back up to add a kayak division and then the professional redfish league Ron Henney runs. Um, I just hope they can get their act together and quit scheduling on top of each other. <laughs> Cause all it's doing, right. I'm putting that out there. All it's doing is hurting the anglers. It's not giving the anglers opportunities cause you got to yeah. pick and choose. And this right. kind of pisses me off. You know, the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. I would really wish they both get their head out of their ass and quit fighting each other. <laughs> you know, I'll go off on a tangent every now and yeah. then on here. And that's one tangent I would like to bring up. Because basically all of it is, hurt, is, is, is hurting the anglers. It's not helping us. It's making us pick right. or choose. And they're not getting the participation they would get if they'd separate them and quit scheduling on top of each other. Okay, yeah. enough of that. All right. Um. Locations that y'all fished over here, y'all 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 fished the uh, Sabine Port Arthur event. Then y'all y'all also fished the um, the Kima one, correct? Galveston Kima. Galveston Kima, yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all fished the Galveston area, Freeport, in, in, somewhere around over there. Yeah, there, there's a lot of Galveston. <laughs> a lot of water over there. Yeah. A lot of people on yep. the water. One thing we learned: we probably need to invest in some torpedoes. Some money, yeah, to, um, in the motors, yeah, definitely can get you away yeah, from the crowds for sure, yeah, yeah. And, and as Just far as some down, of that, you know, that would be right, yeah. As far as that, some of the waters y'all fished here in Texas, I know probably more Sabine Port Arthur kind of compares, but like Galveston and some of the other stuff, um, how does that compare to some of the waters around Grand Isle and Point of Shane and all that? You know, is, is is there a little comparison there, or is it really night and day difference? Not to me, it was different. night and day. Um, <laughs> yeah, Janie, it was it was it was, it was like different for you. Well, yeah, chime in on that a little bit. What was going totally on? Totally different. Yeah, water clarity. I'm just and used things. to what the water clarity and then it was double tides during the day we're not used to double tides so that was that was something new that was it was very strange to to have those double tides so fast but the clarity was that was the biggest thing for me was the clarity yeah 
No, sometimes Chris is it's, totally different. <laughs> and then sometimes it's it's pretty dirty, you know, over that way. But then you know, the further south you get, you start getting once you get past like Sergeant Matagorda, Port Lavaca, down you get down the Rockport and Rancid Pass, Corpus, and all that, it starts getting real clear. You start getting a lot of grass flats and sand pockets and all that. Now there is some marsh areas down there here and there you can slip into, but uh you start dealing with the clear water. And it gets a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely another. Galveston reminded world. me, though, a lot of Grand Isle. Grand Isle area. Yeah. Yeah. Galveston yeah. can have yeah. some good fish um, over there. Just sometimes. the sand bottoms and the oysters. Goodness. There are so many oysters in that East Bay of Galveston. Wow. Yeah. East Bay's got a ton of stuff for sure. Yep. Depending on where you're at. Um, you know, and then yeah, once you get down to West like Bay, you know, y'all fished East Bay then. Okay. Yeah. yeah East Bay is a little, little different. Uh, Sweetwater. Uh huh. Sweetwater, I believe, was where we fished. Yeah. Yeah. And it, get, it gets a little different over there towards in the West Bay area as you start getting closer to San Luis Pass and then get on into Christmas Bay and Drum Bay and all that over there. There's some good stuff there along the intercoastal, a bunch of little lakes and stuff too that kind of, Remind me of Louisiana also. Same with Sabine and, and down yeah, that way, Keith Lake and some of that. Yeah, Sabine's reminds me of Louisiana for sure. Oh, it's just yeah. right across the board. Yeah. Just right across the way. Yeah. I like fishing bass. I like mm. fishing the Sabine River for bass too. I like fishing tidal fisheries for, for bass. It's a challenge. Um yeah. anything else? Oh, yeah, it's fun. That's what I grew up in Georgia doing, fishing the Autumn Hall River. And, you know, tidal, tidal fishery for bass. It's always tough Um, get them figured out, you know. Awesome. There's definitely a, a lot of lot involved in it, in, in planning and figuring out areas. I mean, there's just so – it's just so vast over there with the, the Natchez and, the, and yeah. the Sabine River, you know, basin right there and everything, all the canals and everything that connect and the – just the little lakes and everything. It's just crazy. You can catch bass and then you can turn around you and get solid redfish right there too. I know y'all got some areas over there. Right. In Louisiana, they're the same way. You oh, know? Yeah. You catch some good crappie. Yeah. yeah. Hopedale's yeah. Yeah. You next thing you know, you know, you catch a big old crappie or something, you catch a um a bass and then like <laughs> a giant redfish, you know, and then a flounder. Catfish. You know, it's all mixed in. Yep. Big old blue cat. <laughs> I got my first crappie the other night. Really? Oh gosh! <laughs> she thought it was a bass. I thought it was a girl bass. A girl bass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they good eating life. Oh yeah. It was a big one. Oh yeah, what'd you get it on? I got it on a green pumpkin worm or a lizard with the legs cut off. Oh, cool. I cut the legs off my lizards. Oh. <laughs> Don't be giving that away. No, I'm playing. <laughs> so Chris is I don't like, think I'm the first one to do that. I know. I, I, gave away some, I, I gave away some stuff on here before, and it's like, God dang. I done slipped up. I done slipped up on that. Um, okay. Okay. We don't get into the like the sight casting and all that, you know. 
redfish when you're sneaking up on them, you know, sometimes they're just happy go lucky and they'll be right by the kayak and you drop your dang bait right in front of them at the on the end of your rod and they'll slam it. And sometimes they're the spooky is fish in the water. I mean, you, you even dip your paddle into the water and you're like gone. So um let's dive into that a little bit. Slowing down or, or the, downsizing baits is is that a do y'all have to do that sometimes in Louisiana when they get they get finicky? Absolutely. The first thing I had to learn was slowing down. Goodness, yeah. Um, I was when I first started, it was just a sightseeing trip. I you know I scare everything twenty yards around me. Uh, <laughs> but I've learned little things. No doubt, uh, being quiet. Um, yep. I have a marine mat put in my, our kayaks to help with that. Uh, yep, and then help. I've also learned uh, the biggest, one of the biggest things I've learned is to match the sky. Um, if it's overcast, I'll wear gray. Um, if uh-huh. it's bluebird, I'll wear blue. Uh, mm-hmm. White a lot of times, just to mm-hmm. kind of match the background. White, blue so to blend in with the clouds. Yep. No, that's, right. that's something um, a lot of people don't and, take into play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I found that out on accident one day, actually. Um, and, and it just took off from there. And, and, man, it works. It really does. It really does. And then, you know, the biggest thing I learned is not throwing at the fish. You know, throwing yep. way above them, watching them and figuring out which way they're going. Throw way above them and let it sit there. Yep. And then let it sit it there and just there and pop it, twitch it right when they get there. Yep. That's a big thing when they're spooky to bam. do that. Yeah, because a lot of times you try to hit oh, them yeah. on the head, they're going to go. Yep. And the thing That's is, right. like, That's right. sometimes here, there are certain days that I'll spook fish in the kayak just paddling and easing along and they'll be waking away and I'll throw the bait to them and pop it right when they get, and I'll get them to eat after I spooked them. You know, there's times they do that, but then there's times they just turn, they just don't even want to, they don't want to see it. You know, they don't want to have nothing to do with it. Uh, That happened this weekend, man. I've never seen it. I threw every color I had and they just turned their nose. I put on a crawl first lick i mean everything started smashing them so it's just a matter of going yep. through your baits uh, if they're oh, not yeah. biting cycling through yep. uh, they're gonna bite something you just got to figure out what it is yep sometimes the kick of that leg of them crawls it looks like a little crab scurrying away and they will straight smash it mm-hmm. i'm not i don't gotta say nothing else crab procure on the things and then well then the legs <laughs> can't use no scent but yeah, if i'm out fun fishing i'm putting some nope. crab scent on them crawls because they will straight kill them Yep, and them underspins yep, too. That's Sometimes right. they like them underspins, those lazy man hooks. That's the first ones that kind of come out of Louisiana that work pretty good with them crawls, you know. Yeah. And not a lot of people in Texas. We know use that. them sometimes. Yep. Gambler makes a good uh, one too. The du- does it. A does it. D U Z I T. Does it. Good screw lock with a it. with a Colorado <laughs> blade on it. Yeah. Willow leaf blade. Yeah. Willow leaf. Yeah. Good stuff. Can you find silver or gold? you like i I like gold more than silver there's times i'll throw some silver on the grass flats but most of the time i'm throwing gold throwing a gold color blade gold spoon actually black i like a black blade too at times 
Sometimes they like the black. Look like yeah. a mud minnow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the mud hmm. minnows are thick, they like them. Yes, sir. I do like that black blade on the chatterbait at times, but a black plastic, like a solid black plastic. Sometimes they just just that outline, yeah. you know. And then wake baits, I throw the fool out of wake baits. A little small junior, the hunchback juniors. You want to cover water? Yeah, yeah. And figure well, out the fish. Yeah. yeah. That thing. Well, when we first will, started that thing pissing fish off. Yeah, when we yeah, first started, um, a guy, I cannot remember who it was, but he gave me some of the best advice for a first-time kayaker, and that was to keep it simple. So yeah. what we did was we found one good bait, and we worked that bait, and we stayed religious to a bait, and we just fished that bait. We found something that worked, and it would catch everything. So that's what we use. We don't really mix around, and now we're starting to, dive into some different baits and trying some different things. But at first, man, we just kept that white paddle tail and we worked the fool oh, out yeah. of it and yep. didn't do bad. You know, yep. very, that's kind of where we want and we keep it that way, you know, just keep it simple. That's the best advice I can give. Yep. And then, and Janie, like really diving into fishing, like a little over two years ago, so you're having to learn like everything about these baits and figure them all out. How how's that been? It's still a challenge. <laughs> um, like Chris said, I still kind of stick to what I like to use. So yeah. he will change his bait 20 times throughout the trip. And I stick to two. And that, that's the two I use. And and I, I keep it very simple. I'll get go to get Chris's stuff out of his kayak, and there's like 20 baits everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, I still have the like same my, one like that my, I had when I started. Look like my tackle box threw up sometimes. Yeah, there's baits everywhere. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I, that's I Chris's have, kayak. I have sometimes I'll have five rods with me. I have a topwater, a paddle tail, um, a wake bait, um, a double D, or like a chatter bait, and then a popping cork with a shrimp imitation because on them, them windy days when they don't want nothing else, you got to make some noise and call them in if you ain't seeing them. And I'm not one just to ride around and look for the fish. Um, if I'm not seeing schools and active fish, I'm blind casting like a fool. Cause the more <laughs> you got more chances with what that lure in the water than man. just sitting there hanging off the end of your rod outside the water. So what are your percentages, you think, uh, Dustin, of blind casting compared to sight casting? Does it just depend on the different scenarios, the places? Yeah, it just depends on different scenarios and depends on what, um, you know, if I'm seeing active blowups and stuff, there might not be schools around, but, I'll, I'll, you know, you'll sound like a toilet flush. Sometimes you'll hear that dang fish way up in that grass or something. And if you can't actively see him, I'm just I'm just blind casting or I'm putting a popping cork and just banging the crap out of it and trying to call him out of that grass. But I mean, I've caught I've caught a lot of good fish just <clears throat> just covering water when when they're not active actively schooling. Um, you know, little bait flicker here and there. Just make sure as long as you got bait in the area. You know, normally you got wind blown shoreline, you got bait getting pushed up in there. There's, there's 
most of the places I frequent, their the fish are going to be there. Um, you know, they're, they're pretty bait, high percentage. Birds I like the high. Boils. Yep, yep, birds, bulls, little bait flickers, stuff like that. Um, just high percentage areas. You know, cutouts, drains, uh, changes in the uh, the grass, different types of grass transitions in the grass lines in shell. Yep. I'm blind casting all of that. If I'm not seeing active schools, I'm just, and I'm covering water using that motor cover water. <laughs> I'm not one to sit in front of a drain all morning and just throw a popping cork. I'm too ADHD for that. Same. Janie's shaking her head. She's like, no. <laughs> yeah. He'll sit longer than me. Yeah. And you're like, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. I'm going to find something. <laughs> yeah, I'm go- that's why we have separate kayaks. It's like, I'm gone, yep. peace. Yep, I'm gone, dude. Let's go. We'll try to get them. Let's go. Huh? So I saw online um, that they're going to change the trout regulations there in Louisiana starting in February of next year. And Thank they're going goodness. to bump the size up to 14, and they're going to reduce reduce the limit. 14 inches is going to be the minimum size, and then they're going to reduce it from 25 to 15. I know it's been like that in some areas, but it's going to be statewide now. Um, that's awesome. I, yes. That's what I was glad to see that because – you know, we we personally do that limit on ourselves too. We never oh, keep twelve or thirteen. If it's not fourteen, yeah, it's not worth keeping. Let them get bigger. There ain't no meat. There's no meat on no twelve inch fish. Oh, it's like you can't even make no. a freaking fish sandwich with one two little fillets. It's like dang. You got a little fish stick. <clears throat> I know, and not even a fish stick. I go to Long John Silver's to get some crispies too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. They're, 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 if they're not fourteen, man, it's just not worth cleaning. Or um, oh, I know. And then I heard they're they're, fun. I don't want to take up one of my spots. Yeah, there's been some chatter about the flounder limits getting dropped too. Um. Yeah. And, yeah. and as far as had a lot of flounder as, this year caught though. Yeah, and as far as trout goes, though, the like the solid, like the 18, 20-inch fish. Um, have you, is there, you know, y'all been fishing a couple years now. Have you have you not caught as many recently, or have mm. you seen any change in the last couple years? Um, well, we, we, we found some, we found some good fish this summer. Um, no doubt yeah. they're there, and decent size ones you know we yeah we love grand isle of course and that's where oh, yeah. we were all summer and man we caught some nice fish how how much did the hurricane last year change some of them strip ponds and stuff all there off of highway one it's not too bad or did it get changed mm-hmm. oh it's, uh, I mean, it so, got changed go ahead yeah up north further up north it got you know, it changed a lot. Leeville, a lot that more. area. Yeah. Um, they, I, we don't Golden fish Meadow, it that much. Golden yeah. Meadow, they stay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it was changed a lot. But, you know, where we had been and familiar with in Grand Isle, I, there's not a lot of change. You know, it, you know, 
everything was still there. The worst thing we saw was the back of the island silted in for a while uh-huh. after the uh, okay. hurricane. It used to be sand bottom, but they're six inches of soot. Uh, it was pretty nasty. The beginning Ooh. of the summer. Yeah. Back there by the uh, Grand Isle Marina on the top yeah. of the island back around there. Yeah. Or the back side uh, of the like, pass. Oh, uh, west all the, uh, all bay the, side. Yeah. The bay side where, where the rocks, rocks are at. You, yep. Yep. Hmm. That was some pretty yep. good trout habitat there. <laughs> oh, it still is. Oh, it still is. It still is. It still is. It still is. Yep, there's some good stuff over that way. Yeah, but I know there's a lot of like little coming in on Highway One once you come down and jump across. Uh, there used to, there's some roadside launches there. You see a lot of kayakers off the side of the road and all. There's some little long, some strip ponds and stuff that that are pretty good. I just was it's like, man, I hope, hope none of all none of that got changed too much. <laughs> Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal develop high-quality, technically sound products, and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I had, I had been Not back. down LA1, but like Chris said, no. like Leeville up. Up, up was pretty yeah. bad. Down LA1, yeah. like you said, yeah. Leeville That's up is, cool. is messed up, but LA1 down to Grand Isle is pretty much the same. Yeah, cool. I know I didn't get to make ride the bull this year. I just had some had some conflicts and stuff. And then last year we all know what happened. <laughs> we were there. I was there Thursday and we were fishing. We got caught in some squalls coming in on that northeast corner of the island. And I had four foot waves. I was jumping the big rig with the eleven oh three coming up. We didn't haul the butt, had lightning all over us. Then they called for a mandatory evacuation. I was with Jeff Little from Torquedo. We were there to he was going to set up a booth and I was fishing the, you know, the ride the bull event. And then he's like, man, should we, should we fish in the morning? I was like, Pfft. I was like, no, sir. I was like, we're getting the hell out of Dodge or we're going to be stuck <laughs> in traffic. Is that, that's what's going to happen. And, uh, we ate, yeah. at, we ate at some cool restaurant, had a great meal that night. And they were, I mean, they were all like business as usual, serving food the night before the hurricane hit the next day, you know? 
No big that, deal. that restaurant was pretty cool. And then I was like, nah, Jeff, we're getting up early. We, we're getting out of here. We need to get on the road and get through because we're going to start getting traffic. You know, and they were like, was it hurricane hole? Yeah. Yep. I think that they have a really nice restaurant on Grand Isle called Hurricane Hole. Was that I'm it? I'm not sure if that was it, but it was like top notch. It was top notch food. I mean, it, and I, oh, yeah. it was, I've worked in the culinary field. I've been a chef many years. It was Hurricane Hole. Yeah, it was like they legit. Excellent food. It was kind of a yellowish color, I think. And oh, yeah, I, Hurricane I Hole. Yeah, they had good drinks and they had really good food. Really good food. And they also have really good fishing behind their place on the rock. Behind there. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's weird. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, cool. Well, yeah, I'm glad to see that, that those uh those limits on the trout getting uh taken care of. I know a lot of the the younger fishermen coming up have all been for it. I know it's probably pissing some people off, but you know, we had the same thing here after that freeze. We we had some different slots go into effect on certain bodies of water and stuff. I mean, we did have a pretty good kill. But, you know, Mother, Mother Nature's going to do what she's going to do. They're going to take what they take what they want. You know? All right. Well, we're kind of to the kind of tail end of this, you know? Um, want to get into what I usually do called a pick three. We're going to do both. We're going to do both of y'all tonight. We're going to say give them, give them a shot. So, pick three, three setups, rod, reel, bait, lure, whatever is going to be on there for redfish. All right. Give me your first one, Chris. What you got? What's what's the first one? My money. Can you all see that? Yeah. Tell me what it is. That is a zook. Right. Uh, this is a Zook inshore uh, T2. Mm-hmm. Absolutely awesome rod. And then, of course, I have a Shimano. We're, we're big Shimano's, uh, Carada. And yep. I use the swim jig. Um, and then, of course, the Slam Shady. Slam Z-Man. Shady? Yep, Z-Man Slam Shady yeah. with the with the, yes. uh, with the with the eye strike jig head. Yep. Can't go yeah, wrong with that right there. Swim, That's the first one. Yep. That's and what would right. you be your number one go-to, Janie? Money. <laughs> this one. That's the only <laughs> thing I use for redfish. Oh, okay. That's what you throw for redfish. All right. <laughs> well, we got it. All right, Chris, number two. That's it. That's it. Keep Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid, man. That's it. I keep it simple. There you go. Hey, it'll catch fish. For sure. Hey, even simpler. Um, back to Zook. I mean, I only use Zook. They're really good, really good. Yep. Um, but this is just a $49 H2O from Academy, uh-huh. which are awesome in salt water. Goodness gracious, we wear these things out and they never stop. It's amazing. Um, Sweet. I, I don't know anything about it. And then, um, this is by uh, David King's Triggered Baits. Um, I'm a big white guy. Uh, yep. I, I really like whites and, and silvers and golds and flakes. Um, and it's it's been pretty awesome. <laughs> it's been pretty good. So cool. That deal. would be my number, number two. 
Number two, and then what? Number three. What you got? I like the salt strong one. You like the salt strong oh. paddle tails? Yeah. Oh yeah, they they make some good stuff. Mm-hmm. I got one of the guys from Salt Strong uh, moved over this way. Wyatt, Salt Strong Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, Wyatt moved that way. He sure did. Yeah. Uh, and then my last one. All right. Uh, back on a Shimano. Uh, this yep. is a Falcon rod. This is actually James' That's mine. rod. Uh, and this is, <laughs> yeah, this is a new bait out by Southern Salt. Uh, they call it the hood wink. Uh, kind yep. of strange. But man, it's got some crazy action um, in it. It's almost like a, it. It like a long flounder. creature bait. Yeah. Yeah. Flounder are just blowing this thing up. It's been really good. Oh, Nathan's got a good thing going. Yep. Shout out, Nathan. Southern Salt. Yes, sir. Good stuff. Yeah. It- this this weekend we were in a pond and we were we could see the redfish blowing up everywhere, and so I went to cast to one of the reds and ended up catching a flounder on it. I was like, "Where did he come from?" Yeah, he was like, he's "But it was on it. that hoodwink." <laughs> Dang, there you go. Mm-hmm. He's got some cool colors too. I, I'm checking them out. I'm probably gonna order order a few yeah. uh, colors. I might might be. Check it out for the winter time for the and then trigger David King from from Stank Stick. Stank yeah. Stick. Yes, sir. Stank. Hey. Put some put some stank on them. <laughs> Just That's make right. sure you take it out of your uh fishing clothes before you wash the laundry. Oh, because then the whole load smells like a the stank. <laughs> I did that this Chris, weekend. You, Chris is shaking his head. And who, who did it, Chris or you, Janie? You did it. No, I no, did no. it. Oh goodness! It ruined. It was it. me. The whole load was bad. Man. Oh, it was. It was bad. You're like so fresh and so clean, clean. Like nope, nope. Stanky, stanky. <laughs> it was bad. Woo, man. Dang. So all right. We got another one. We're going to do quick five. This is something I started doing like just a little while back. Just pick one of these, one or the other. Janie, we're going to go fish. Go for it. We're going to go Janie and then Chris. Okay. Janie, redfish or trout? Redfish. Chris, which one? Chris. Redfish, redfish or trout? Um, trout? I love big trout, man. I right, love big go. trout. All right. Janie, gumbo or etouffee? I'm gumbo. There you go. Gumbo. Chris, what are you? Gumbo? There you go. All right. All right. We're going to talk some gambling here. You in Louisiana, you I, I like to gamble. My wife likes some slot machines, but I like blackjack. But blackjack or craps, what are you going to do? You going to play some cards or roll oh, some die? Blackjack. There you go. Chris? Blackjack. Oh, I'm rolling. I'm rolling dice. There you go. All right. Craps it is. All right. Tops or tails? Top water or paddle tail? Janie, we know what you're doing. Paddle tail. Paddle tail. <laughs> Chris, what you got? Every day. Paddle tail. Yep. Paddle tail. All right. And here's a toss-up. This one might be kind of tough on y'all. So y'all know y'all like both areas. Grand Isle or Pack. If you got to pick one or the other. Grand Isle. All right. Chris? 
Mm, I'm going to go to two part. During the summer, Grand Isle, no doubt. During the winter, yeah, pack. pack. There you go. That that I can take that. Yeah, I, take I, I that will. Sure. I will agree with that. There you go. And and right now it's like whew, over here. You know they don't call it Red October for nothing because that's that's what's going on right now. The redfish are flying know, stupid wow. over here right now, dude. It's on fire. Yeah, been it. great over here. And it, this is when this time of year is when, like Janie, I'm, you got a lot of confidence in that paddle tail, but this is when you can experiment and get confidence in the other baits too. This is the time of year to do that. Yeah, that's I, I need to I need to branch out. I need to learn a, a, at least another one. <laughs> there you go. I'm telling you, learn one water, new bait a year. Covering water that wake bait is money. Anything from one to three foot, because you can burn it a little faster and get it down, get down a little deeper, or you can just kind of slow wobble it on top. And that little rattle, that action, the breadfish cannot resist it. You just got to upgrade your hooks because if not, they'll bend. Mm. <laughs> upgrade the hooks, folks. Yo. Yeah. You got all that, Chris? <laughs> yep. Yep. There's a couple of good colors too that are that are good. Those little those little juniors are really good. Little hunchback juniors. They got a cool little action on them. They just call the fish in. And all you do is throw them in and reel them back. You pause them every now and then because sometimes them Especially in the clear water, the fish like just come out and follow them, and then I'll pause it, and then they'll look at it, and then you just twitch it, and then they just they just go stupid on it. You know? But a lot of times when they're not keyed in on that top water, you're getting short strikes on that top water. I'll throw a throw a wake bait in there, and they'll annihilate it. Pretty good stuff. Definitely. Well, shoot, man, I I, I appreciate y'all See, coming we're on. Trying the show. to learn from guys like you. Oh man. I'm, I'm, I still learn myself. I'll tell you that right now. There's, there's, you know, always learning and growing. That's the best thing. That's the best way to put it, you know, and, and it just, that's what I was about to say. If you're not learning, you're not growing. Exactly. That's the truth right there. And then that's the cool thing about kayak fishing. Most people wear, will share, like when you're at the tournament, you know, there's your tackle talk and everything. Most people are going to share what, what, what they, they, the day on the water most most, most. <laughs> and and i don't know about y'all but the the, com- the camaraderie and the hanging out after at the way in and, and supporting your your friends and and even your your arch rivals that win you know that's the big part of the community i love the community for sure so i, I wanted to get y'all's yeah. y'all's insight awesome. on that how, how welcoming the kayak community is to newcomers you know it is for sure Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. And y'all are in a great area there with 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 Bayou yeah. Coast, with, you know, with the clubs there. And then they have yeah, with Bayou Coast, lots of 
tons of good guys there. Tons yep. of great Sean, anglers. Ian, um, yeah. Um, you got many, many good tips. Young we folks, you got people, Brock from um, the Louisiana Custom Kayaks. You got man, there's just so many cool people around. And the Lake Charles has a cool little kayak fishing club. There's a Lafayette Club. You know, I mean, they all have bass tournaments. Yeah, we have we're in the Lafayette one too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Kaylin, Kaylin's a yeah. cool dude. Lafayette has like a Kaylin and and then Thibodeau and all them, you know, all them guys over there, super cool, you know. Yep. Kaylin's fishing the elite with us. Also, him and uh, Dustin. Oh, that's cool. Kaylin and yep. Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah, they're they're both fishing it. Cool. Yep. I wish I could make it over for that one. It just doesn't work for me. Uh, I saw that and I was like, dang. Yeah, that's my, that's the twenty the twenty third. See, that's when we have our multi species event. The twenty third. I needed to plug. Yeah, paddle and fin. Uh, three bells outfitters. Uh, redfish, greenfish, smackdown. So redfish on the first day. Uh, 22nd uh, bass on the second day the 23rd of october on lake bass drop so gonna be a multi-species event should be fun fun. if i wasn't doing that i would be in louisiana (laughs) for sure um we have two tournaments that weekend one for trout challenge and then one for elite yeah that's gonna be stacked yeah that's what it's fun though trout challenge yeah See, and I missed Falling Tide this year again. So I think I'm really going to try to make the Minnows uh-huh. Challenge next year for sure. Yeah, Mr. I, Brock Miller won that with an awesome yeah, he bag. Won. Yeah, he did. Brock, Brock's, oh, had he had a perfect bag. It's about time to bring him back on again. They've been blowing up too with their with their little company. Like I said, Louisiana Custom Kayak. Yeah, he's doing great. Work. Yep, good doing day. good. Uh, really good good kid, man. Good kid. Yesterday. Well, shoot, man! It was a pleasure it's having you on tonight. Yes, indeed. I Thank you so much. Enjoyed, enjoyed having y'all on, man. Um, Thank you for only, having us. We we, we run it up on almost an hour here, so usually try to keep it around an hour. Now we am not dragging on and trying to talk about the same things, even though I can talk the paint off the wall and talk fishing forever. Um, got got to leave leave a little something for the next one. That's what, that's what we're gonna do. All right, so yeah, we we want to give y'all a chance to to uh, to thank uh, you know any support you have or any sponsors and little shout outs or whatever. Y'all go ahead and uh, and, and give thanks and shout outs, man. Y'all got it. Absolutely. First off, again, thank you, uh, Paddling Finn, for yep. having us You're on. Um, also, like to thank uh, our sponsor, Triggered Baits, uh, David King Stank Stick. He does a great job with us. Uh, we'd also like to recognize Zook Rods, um, and we definitely can't leave out Salt Strong. They have really brought us along and, and helped us along the way. Cool deal. Uh, Anything we you also want to like add, to Jake? thank our two clubs. Oh, okay. Yeah, our two clubs: Bayou Coast uh, Kayak Fishing and Lafayette. Kayak fishing, bunch of great guys out there. Um, y'all want to look us up? Y'all can check us out. Cool deal. Yep, wanted to check everybody out right here. When uh, y'all go give them a look. Y'all go follow them along. They have a Facebook page called Bent Rods Kayak Fishing. B M T R O D apostrophe. Just a little chronicle of what we do. Yep. Keep yeah, up with uh, Danny and Chris. What we do. Yep. Uh, 
that's basically what we do. Yeah. Yep. Y'all go give them a give their yeah. page a follow, Bent Rods Kayak Fishing, and and, and uh, keep track of what Chris and Janie are up to. Um, hopefully, yeah. wrecking them at the uh, Bayou Coast Trout event and on the Elite Trail. Uh, what area is that in exactly? The Elite Indeed. Tournament. The Elite Tournament is going to be. It's like any of them. You can fish anywhere in Louisiana. You just have to just as long as you can get the way in, in by four, four o'clock. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh yeah. So we know where we're going. <laughs> okay. We know exactly where we're going. Is it a good little haul to the way in or is it kind of close? I think we're like forty five minutes. For oh, that's not bad. That's good. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be just, hopefully you'll be done by nine by nine there. o'clock. Yeah. Be done by nine o'clock with two. Man, I hopefully I'm babysitting. Yeah, that's right. Babysitting, <laughs> babysitting them fish. Oh yeah. Well, shoot, yeah, man. Well, we're gonna wrap it up for this edition of Chasing the Tide. Once again, thank y'all for coming on. Um, thank y'all uh, to the listeners. Yes, Without the people listening to this show, we wouldn't be in it anyway. So, um, as always, uh, you know, like and follow. Uh, go. Check the page out, Chasing the Tide, on Facebook and in the Paddle and Fin page. Also, forget, remember to uh, not forget to check in on that and uh, see all the updates and everything else. And also on YouTube. You can catch this one on YouTube and catch the video along with the audio if you're listening to this on a podcast platform. Don't forget about the YouTube channel there, too. Um, paddle and Fin. Paddle, the letter N, Fin. So we're going to hit that outro. And uh, Jane and Chris, y'all hang tight, and we'll wrap it up. All right. Jang All right. Thank y'all. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. Your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina. The beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm old there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. 
Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.